I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. Stay not safe. Before you cross me, look both ways. Leaving the scene with no trace. Not in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm outer space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. State to state. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, here outside beautiful Mississauga right now. We're at Gotham Central Comics, and I'm here with the one and only Golden Gun, Mark Wheeler. How are you, brother? It's hot today, but I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. Listen, the last time you and I saw each other in person was literally four months before the pandemic. It was like November, December of 2019, right before the pandemic like struck. And the last time we've seen each other has only been literally... I've caught your stuff on YouTube. I know you don't watch my show because Mark Wheeler's got way too much time for that. I've watched stuff. I watch everything. Watch everything? Even my, everything. my stuff is Space Monkey, right? We know how much you love Space Monkey. That's a whole different story. <laughs> that's, that's a whole, whole different story. That's a whole episode itself. But I guess my first question is, bro, what's it like to be back at shows on a regular basis, doing your thing here, also north of the border in the States, just going back to I got kind of, I guess, a new normal or maybe the same old normal as before? It's interesting because, uh, I mean, it's awesome because we're doing this now and there's no restrictions and no uh, capacity stuff. But uh, it's crazy going from, like, being so busy and then not. And it threw me off so hard because I used to cross the border every weekend. I was, like, I barely had, like, my job job. I barely did because like, I was resting so much, right? But so I, I, I had to actually work at a job for, like, two years. It was awful. But uh, <laughs> now, and I'm still there, but, like, I'm, I'm doing this more. But, yeah, it's nice having, like, no issue with, like, and I get the mask. I'm not against anything, but like it's nice just having the. It feels like 2019 in a sense, you know. And that was like my like best year in wrestling because I was so busy. So getting getting back to that like feeling of like oh I just wrestle and there's no problems is it's beautiful. Absolutely. Now I was actually thinking about you the other day. I was playing old school Goldeneye on N64, wow. and I got the golden gun. Nice. And I shot my daughter's character point blank in the head. So nice. it was a very proud dad moment oh, for yeah. sure. Good. Very proud dad moment. Good. But in terms of like the classic video games now, with like Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, they're all bringing out those old school uh, games, yep. or even allowing you to play back way further into the console. I mean, yep. Xbox, you can go all the way back to the original Xbox with certain games. Yeah. yeah. So what's it like, kind of? I guess I. I know you are a video gamer so what's it like living that nostalgic lifestyle that you started with in your younger days to being back now but i don't know if it's the same for you the graphics really hurt my eyes i guess maybe it's the older side of me coming out but the graphics really do bother my yeah. eyes goldeneye is great but it looks rough now <laughs> on, on, on on like a new tv oh yeah on a 4k oh, you got an old like cube tv like old like fucking oh, i swear i'm sorry absolutely, I, absolutely I, I, I forget yeah an old like old tv like it looks great but like on a plasma it's horrible <laughs> but i actually like have all my old games still like i a couple years ago i went through like a, a binge where i bought old games like i bought all my games from childhood oh you became like myself you became a retro hunter way too much money spent yeah of course and i'm, I'm cool now about it but i had a good phase where i went a little nuts and like i bought like every game i had for like super nintendo and like n64 i had a bunch of stuff from like I never sold, but as a kid, like when like a new thing comes out, you trade your stuff to EV Games because I didn't have money as a kid. Of course. So I trade my whole collection and get like a GameCube, and then that was it. And then I trade that in for a Wii, and then you know, so it's all gone. It's all gone. And you get like two dollars from GameStop. It's awesome. <laughs> but I, but like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you as a kid, you don't care because it's like money to you. It's uh, credit, so you get a new system. It's awesome, right? Of course, of course. Now I'm older. I regret all of that because like I had some good stuff. And, like, these games now are expensive. Oh, yeah, they're ridiculous. Man. So, I have my stuff, but, like, I bought the retro Super Nintendo right. uh, in, in Buffalo. And uh, it's cool. I played it for, like, a month. But I have, like, that, having the actual games 
in like blowing the cartridge and putting it in and turning it on and getting it to work for like 10 minutes is more fun for me than actually like getting a new thing. Cause like, yeah, it's cool, it's new, but like blowing Super Mario World and getting mad at the console and then it works, you're like, yes, is a great feeling. Absolutely. It never gets old. I used to have the original Nintendo and I used to have the Mega Blocks, the really long Mega Block. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to have to stick it in to hold the game because the spring was gone. You do what you gotta do. I used to like <laughs> fucking smash, but work, turn on. But it goes eventually. It goes eventually. It's great. So um, I got to ask because your better half is also now wrestling as well. Mm -hmm. And you guys are doing a lot of stuff together, which is great. What's it like living this crazy world of wrestling with your significant other? Like on a more consistent basis than you were pre-pandemic. It's interesting because uh, I grew up like a massive wrestling fan. Like I used to wrestle my Batman toy for seven hours a day. I had entrances. I had, I had storylines, the whole deal. She got into wrestling because of me, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. So she had a hard time adapting to like lifestyle because like I like to travel and so is she. But like I like I need to travel. Like if I'm home for like more than a week, I get like crazy. Okay. Whereas like she's not there yet, but she'll get there. But like it's cool because I'm wrestling now for about eight years and she's about a year in. So like I'm probably the annoying veteran to her boyfriend. I'm not a veteran, but to her, a veteran to her. And I'm being like the annoying like do this, do that, don't do this. But like, I'm always in her ear. She probably hates you for that. But like. It's gonna make her better, but it's good. It's cool. She uh, she's doing well. She's uh, she she you know she's doing the right things, and I think I think in like a year or two she's gonna blow up. My opinion. Absolutely no. I've so. watched her, and you know what's great is uh, you know me. I'm a very being a girl dad. I'm a very big advocate of women's wrestling. I appreciate women's wrestling because it gives my daughters heroes to cheer for. Good mm -hmm. or bad, it gives them somebody to look up to and aspire. Not even to get into wrestling, but just aspire to be strong and independent females. And in Ontario, there's not a whole lot. You could think yeah. of about under ten. In your, yeah. on your, off the top of my head, I can think of about 10 ladies that are just killing it, yeah. but there's always room for more. So much room. So what does it mean? What does it mean when you see somebody like Taylor, who's a year in and you could see that she's probably already starting to inspire others yeah. and uh, seeing those little girls in the audience that normally probably wouldn't go, but now come because there's actually a, that extra female presence there in the building. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Like. It sounds weird, but like, I can relate because like I grew up watching indie wrestling, and I looked up to guys like Del Bruno, because like my first ever indie show was he wrestled Brody Lee in, in Hamilton Alpha One, the first ever like big match I saw where I was like I want to do this right Classic so like match. that was my role models right yeah, so absolutely so and I was a kid right so like her so girls and like t young girls who are 13, 14, whatever you nine eight, how old they are watching her and it's like oh she can do it and I want to wrestle so like I'll try it and that's what she kind of did like she she, she just came to a show and she watched the girls wrestle. I think it was Jody Threat and somebody else. I don't remember who it was now. She oh, looks fun. And then she started training and then like that was it. And then she picked up really quick. And she already was like, was that, like athletic and stuff. She's like, a cheerleader in high school. She like jump like higher than I can. And I'm wait, I, I, I have to put on her height wise. So her agility is already 10 steps ahead of what a normal trainee would be. Yes, right? And then, yeah, for girls it's cool being empowered by like seeing someone kicking ass, but kicking a dude's ass. So like it's, it's, and it's very possible. I've got my ass kicked by girls in wrestling for like six years. So more power to you. I, I've yeah. seen a lot of those matches and he has gotten his ass whooped pretty badly. I got, I got to admit, yeah. but, but it's great. You've also dished out your own uh, amount of punishment as well, which is good in some of those matches. Yes. Yes, it is very yes. good. So my next question is, oh, oh, look at that. Chris Chambers. It's flexing. Chris Chambers is flexing flex right now. You want to come on camera come, and flex, flex off come right flex, now? Come flex. Like, Brother, come on. This is impromptu. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Chris Chambers, uh, a half-baked kid, and Mark Wheeler flexing off right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Shit. Okay, hold on. Let me see what oh, oh, Damn it. Uh. <laughs> Once I saw my arm next to his, I walked. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, my, my next question is, is a lot of couples in wrestling, they always have couples' names. Like yeah. right now, Alicia Altoot, Richard Holiday, they're the cloud couple. Yeah, yeah. Then you look at like the Samoan Dynasty and stuff like that. There's always these couples' names. Have you guys thought of like a, a couple's name for your wrestling like identities? Not yet. Um, can I can I throw one out there? Sure. I've thought of one. Are you sure. ready? I gotta build yeah. it up. I, get really excited. Get really hyped for me. Okay. I'm really, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. He's that that is his hyped face. I'm hyped. Yeah. The golden couple. I like it. That's not bad. It's cool. I've actually had that in my head too. The golden couple. Yeah. I had I I, I had a. Did a podcast and someone told me the golden gun and the silver bullet. Something oh, like the cool. golden gun and the yeah, silver that bullet. Was cool. um, I thought being funny calling us the Wheelers because it's kind of funny. But like <laughs> we're not we're not married, so it's kind of weird. But uh, the Wheeler sounds like a trailer park comedy. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can be. I know I'm like generally I'm an asshole. And I understand that's fine. I I can own that. But like I know I'm like I'm kind of funny sometimes. So I think it's hilarious. To be, my wife thinks you're Jesus hilarious. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. professional. My wife thinks you're hilarious. Uh, the mini host thinks you're awesome. Oh, thank you. But the, she's the mini, cool. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody says that. Everybody says she's. she's am cool. I not cool? You're, no, you're cool too. But you raise a cool kid, so good job. That's good. See, yeah, look at that. See, see that? That's on camera. And raising I never a cool kid. Anybody, so that's never compliments anybody. That's never true. Again. Couple more questions, and yeah, I'm gonna yeah, play yeah. a quick game course, for you. Of course. Now, in terms of goals for this year, now that wrestling is kind of getting back to regular, and your schedule is picking up to where you're used to, mm -hmm. what are some countries or some cities that you haven't wrestled in that you want to tackle? I would love to wrestle in Japan. Okay. I feel like my style will be cool there because I'm very like punching the face style and that's what they do. But like watching a Canadian or American in Japan is always surreal because it's just cool being like one of their like legendary venues and like you're wrestling and the crowd there is so respectful. They're quiet until something happens and they clap and that's it. Like they're, they're actually watching. No one's on their phones. No one's like hollering crap at you, right? They're, they're very respectful. And Mexico. I have a lot of Mexican connections now that have come to Canada that I, I've talked to and I would love to work like a triple A like or something where like a big oh, I think you'd kill it in triple A thank you I try but like Mexico I think Japan's my number one right now I would love to do and it's very possible it's just a matter of like planning it and like getting contacts which I, I kind of have but it'd be Japan Mexico and then when it comes to like like the states I never wrestled in like Florida or anything so like something like that would be cool have you wrestled in Texas? Uh, was supposed to pre-COVID but it got cancelled right? so you haven't wrestled in Texas no, yet either? no no that'd be cool too no, I've done like close Texas, but like not actual in Texas. Texas so yeah. I've done like the area, but never like in this actual area. Right. Got so you. those were probably my three. Like that, like Texas, Florida would be cool, and then like probably two is like Mexico, and then one's Japan. I'd say. Yeah. Right on. Now I gotta ask this question because this is always interesting. It seems every time you and I do hook up for a conversation, there's always something changing in wrestling. Yeah. So uh, the last time we spoke, the speaking out movement was happening. We were cleaning yeah. up locker rooms. We were getting rid of, you know, a lot of the negativity behind the curtain. Yeah. Now that that's kind of, it, I mean, it's still happening, but it's not as present as it was before. Thankfully. Um, yeah. yeah, thankfully, absolutely. Yeah. What about all these releases? I mean, yeah. as an indie wrestler, you see all these releases. Does it make you in any way, shape, or form get a little bit uh, of anxiety? The fact that if I ever do make it, there's a chance that I could make it, never be used, and just released without a moment's notice. I mean, the goal is always to get to a top promotion. Yeah. But when you see these things happening, does it does it kind of make you scale back your efforts in any way? You can think that way, but uh, if you do, you already fail, right? Because, like, what if you... Like, look at a guy like uh, Kevin Owens, right? Or, like, Sami Zayn. Like, they were, like, Montreal kids who, like, went everywhere, and they're, they, they're still prominent guys on TV. And they're killing it. And they're Canadian dudes, like, from Montreal. It's so random, right? But they're awesome. So, like, yeah, you can get there and get fired. Yeah, like, I'm not six foot five. I understand that. But uh, I feel like if you have the work ethic, sorry, work ethic, and you, like, actually give a shit, 
which I feel like a lot of guys, and it sounds bad, but like don't anymore. It's just kind of like feeling it out, which sucks. But like, if you get a TV, you should work harder. I feel like, like if you're not in shape, get in better shape. If you're not good at talking, get better at talking, all that stuff, right? I feel like a lot of guys, once they get signed, and girls, they're comfortable. And that's when they get fired because they don't try to progress, right? Whereas like, like I tried, even on the independents, like I want to try to get better, right? Like, like pre-COVID, uh, sorry, mid-COVID, my goal was to put on like size. So I started 178 pounds, now I'm 208 pounds. So like I had, I, I had to do a lot, of sh like eat a lot, train hard, like suffer, like not sleep. But looking at it now, it's like, that's what you gotta do to get your goal. And that's any good job you want, right? Like you have to- really I did that eat. too. I put on size of COVID. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't eat right, I didn't train. But I hit my goal yeah. of over 250. And look at me now. Great. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's just, I think it comes down to like, yeah, any, any job you have, can you get fired or, or like released? Yeah. But like, it's also like a motivation for the guys and girls that got fired, right? Because like, you see all of them, like a lot of them will go to AW or they'll, they'll go to like the new Ring of Honor or they'll go to like Impact and they're, and they're still killing it, right? I think the biggest thing though, if you're not American, is losing your visa. That's the one that hurts, right? So like the American guys are going to be fine. American guys and girls are going to keep doing their thing because they can, they, they can work anywhere in the world really without any issue, right? Canadian talent or like a Mexico talent or something else where you need a visa, a little harder. Because it, it, it European, is there's a lot of red tape. Yeah, a lot of red tape. that's when I understand the sympathy. But for the American people, it sounds bad, but not really. Only because like they're gonna be fine. They have the world to them. Sorry, they they, they, they have the freaking world to them. Yep. Right. So it sucks. They're using a job, but like I'm never worried that like they're gonna not like that. If I were there, if I got fired. Remember though, when you get like released, you had the the backing of former. That would be your former AW guy. Mm -hmm. So you get paid more money, right? Right. You get more appearances. Someone else is going to pick you up if you're worth it. So Absolutely. you can look that way, but like for me, my goal right now is to get there. And even if I get there and I last a year, you, you made it. And, right? you took, and, and you take the learning experience for what it is. That's all you can do. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all you can do. All right. My final question, and yeah. then we're going to play the game. Sure. I've never asked this before, but it's great to be doing these in person interviews again. Yeah, yeah of course. Will you chop me? Do you want me to one, chop? You? One chop. Just give me one chop. Up to you. Give me one chop. I'm ready. Do, okay, now when I'm when I'm chopping, do I just do I Don't think about it. Don't think about it, okay. If, All you, right. if you tense, okay, don't it's tense. gonna suck. All right. And I'll be I'll be I, I won't like kill you. You won't kill me, okay. So I, All right. I'm gonna aim right here. Okay. Alright. Ready? Yeah. And I'm doing my bad arm too. So okay, it, perfect. It won't be as hard. Alright. Chop. That uh, that actually didn't feel as bad as I as I thought it would. It's nice. it's starting to sting. It, yeah, he's definitely he definitely twenty five percent it. Yeah, I will. When I do, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag you in the post Please, on Facebook. Yeah, Guys, this has been my conversation with Mark Wheeler, and now the final thing, the game. Mark, easy game. I think we played it before. I'm gonna give you two options, and you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Sure. No reasons why, just two options. Okay. So, for example, I'll give you an example: WWE or AEW. WWE. Okay, there you go. So that's the example, and now we're gonna go. You ready? Sure. Yeah. All right. Apples or oranges. Oranges. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. Chicken wings or chicken nuggets? Ah, chicken wings. Ice cream or blizzards? Because it's different. Like ice cream sandwiches or blizzards? Oh, shit. Blizzards. Okay, good. okay. Good. Birthday cake or ice cream cake? Ice cream cake. Two. Okay, ice cream cake. That's Sorry, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two shot wheeler or no shot wheelers? Because Anton Alexov told me about two shot wheeler. Fuck Anton. Uh, <laughs> A one shot, one kill. That's my answer. Different answer. There you go. No, I, I, I don't miss. No two shots. That's right. No two shots. Anton did tell me a story. Go back to the archives and watch that one. This has been an epic conversation with Mark Wheeler. Dude, I'm so happy to see yes, you again. You. And I can't wait to announce you in the ring later. Thank you yeah, so much you, for coming on Straight Talk. Yes. Peace, love, and wrestling, guys. We'll see you next time. Adios. Peace.
Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.